Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Diamonds of the Rough podcast. Joined by JT. Um, we didn't we didn't do this last week. Uh, schedules nope. didn't line up, so we got two weeks to cover. But Pat's Jets game will be pretty quick. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a ten to three victory. Dominant defense, both sides of the of the ball, which was at the time we were like, "Yo, defense is elite." <laughs> Which you know we'll obviously get to uh, the Thanksgiving game. Um, I mean, it was more the quality of the offense we were against. Clearly, at this point, but still, two point seven seven inches per play and a half. You're thinking you're like that. <laughs> you see Mike White or whatever the backup was threw for like three tuds. I mean, some yards. Does Zach game. Wilson get Zach another chance? Never. Dude, he he never once played a game that good this season. Maybe maybe in the past season, but I'm not even saying getting a chance with the Jets. I'm saying with any team. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone will give him a chance. He's too high of a pick to not get a second chance. Because my I guess comparison when I think of it is I feel like similar careers as him and Drew Locke. Drew Locke ain't getting another chance. I mean, it sounded like Pete Carroll likes Drew Locke. Not gonna lie, that's what I was reading. That's that true. Him and Gino were competing, like they were competing first time. Yeah, what do you say? They were both QB ones. Yeah, like they both could play. That's what he was saying. So maybe. I maybe. mean, I'd honestly be interested to see Drew Locke in that offense. I think that would be pretty sick. But yeah, if, that's only if he plays well. I just think they're both. They both have the physical stuff. Yeah, like Zach Wilson, because people are saying he's trash. He's trash. Yes, but he has the arm talent. He can escape pressure very well. It's just he doesn't know what to do after he escapes the pressure or where to throw it, which is truly like 70% of being a quarterback. Yeah. And then 10% is like making your teammates like you, which he sucks at. <laughs> and then the other 20 is like, can you get the ball there? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, let's just talk about the defense real quick because, yeah. you know, that game, beautiful. Maybe a couple more turnovers would have been led to more points, but it was just so windy that day. Like, no one's passing the ball. No one's kicking field goals well, although their kicker made a very nice field goal. He did. So that was impressive, but that was about it. I wanted that Duggar fumble so bad because I was like, I want to stop worrying about this game. Yeah. Like, because I wasn't even worried about a loss, I was worried about a tie. <laughs> Because yeah, I, I was like, I don't see any way the Jets will score this game. Yeah. Because the Pats were overly cautious with turnovers. They weren't going to turn over the ball. I was just like, we can't have a tie. Nope. I mean, it um, just makes – it's going to be really interesting this week. Sorry to segue off that, but it's going to be interesting this week to see what a win like, – I think uh, if we win this week, like it's like a 25% boost to our odds – of like making playoffs versus if we lose where it's it, we drop down like 25%. It's like that kind of swing. So which, we'll see. Uh, which is we'll, huge. We'll, we'll be there. Yeah, I, we will both be there. We will both be there. It's going to be a really good game. I'm so excited. I hope I, it's a good game at least. I can't say I have a ton of faith based on the past, but the one thing I will say is clearly we're a very similar team to the Jets, and the Jets beat Buffalo. I, you know, I'd hope say. we aren't, but I'd hope we aren't. Play a similar style. Team, but 
Maybe, but I think we're a little bit better on off- offense. I think it'd be kind of disrespectful to say we're that bad. I don't know with Mike White, though. I mean, maybe, but we just played in bad conditions lately. Like, And especially even even Thursday. Like, I was looking at the weather, and it literally says windy is the only description for the day and night. And now Isn't it's just it like a dome? The, the Pats thing? Oh, you're saying this Thursday. I, yeah, thought, you meant, I thought you meant the Vikings game. I, was I like, don't know, the Pats game. I'm talking about the Pats oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, Mac. No, Mac did fine. I was talking about this coming game. Like the conditions are going to be kind of whack. Like I was saying, I was comparing it to the Jets game. That's gotcha. what I was saying. Because the Jets game, no one was kicking field goals, and that was very abnormal to see Nick Falk miss field goals. It was. It was. But it's for good reason. So, like you know, it's windy. We allow it. But their kicker was making them from that range. So <laughs> figure it out. A little salty. Figure it out. I guess two quick points. We talked about Marcus Jones week four. Oh, I mean. And he was, I was the savior. Yeah. I mean, just coming so clutch for the team. And that's exactly why we draft people like that, because he genuinely has talent at that position. Bill's traded for, like, Naheem Hines just to put someone in that spot. Bill Belichick looked at the draft, like, the, the corner draft. He was like, not only is he a corner who can play, but he can k- take punts. Elite a value he saw in that alone. He was just like, it's over. That's yeah, what I, I feel. Future Hall of Famer, by the way. <laughs> in in I mean, team. hey, that's that's bold. But in punt returning, no, 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 he definitely not. He had nine in college. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm saying it's not the most Maybe crazy. For like, like I'd love to see him have like you know, Deion Sanders level punt return. Like, you know, stardom yeah. where he's like, he's kind of a star for a little bit. I'm just saying in the windy conditions, I was never once nervous about him fielding a punt. And that is such a good feeling. Man, I, I was watching a team the other day and I watched their punt returner just fumble the punt. I, it might have even been the Chiefs game. I was just, it was just like, wow, that was really bad. I'm glad we have Jeez. him. It was the Raiders. Yeah, dude, I, I think there was a couple on Sunday. That was ridiculous. Just watching yeah. it though, I was just it's so like it's so hard to watch because you just see it like they you just, it you know it, just like in the air, you see them not too confident about it. Even sometimes they're confident. And just or you're in heel Harry and you just run into the ball like randomly when it hits the ground and you're supposed to run away from it. But that's a whole nother rant. Yeah. Yeah. How's he doing on the Bears, by the way? Has he done anything? Uh, since the catch against us, I'm not sure to be honest with you. Probably, probably not. The, I think he actually had a touchdown since. since oh, then. he did. Yeah, but it was like one week, and I have not heard anything about him since. I'm gonna quickly look it up just because I'm curious, and I'm sure other people are too. Um, we, John, you know, I'm gonna because we're talking about wide receivers we've drafted. I'm gonna bring up something else. We need a true number one receiver in this offense next season. We do like that. That's a problem, I think, right now. And I think obviously we need O line of probably a little bit more than that. So we'll probably end up doing that. But maybe in free agency, there's a ton of good running backs. But I don't really want another running back because we're gonna have we Ramondre. Don't, we don't need a running back. Oh my god. Also, we will have a chance to sign Harris because he keeps getting hurt, and I don't know what team is gonna pay him the money he was gonna get before the season. I was saying that, wasn't I? Like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, he's going to keep getting hurt. The price is just going to keep coming down and he's going to resign for like that's five what, minutes. That, like, that's, what, that's what I I was suggesting that. 
And you were like, oh. that would be that would be a Patriots thing. <laughs> we yeah. just came up yeah, with yeah. the conspiracy okay, okay. theory. I couldn't I couldn't remember if that was us or just for me. Because you know I'm a uh, Damian Harris, you know, believer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we've been Damian Harris believers, but now, you know, Remind maybe we get to believe in him longer. <laughs> um so to quickly segue so we can get to the Vikings game, I wanted to say during that Jets game, I was feeling better about Mac even though they only scored the offense only scored three points. And I think most Pats fans who watched the whole game, taking everything into account, felt good about Mac, felt better about Mac. And we kind of saw that translation in the Thanksgiving game. That was probably, that was definitely the best game he played this season. Oh, I mean, not even close. And maybe a top five game of his career, would you say? Yeah, I'd say. I had I had people who weren't Patriots fans text me that this was his best game of his career, which that's I, not true. I was like, okay, well that I mean maybe in re, like with recency bias involved, like not really remembering any of the games last year, yes, but you know in general, no. They, like I remember Cleveland last year. Cleveland like, was the best for sure. He that was ridiculous, a ridiculous game out of him as a rookie. So, you know, but we'll I, the thing I saw was. There was only one other game where I was like, and it was the Cleveland game where I was like, he has some zip on the ball. Yeah. Cause because this game, there were a lot of passes to Hunter Henry that I was like, that's not like a you know, weak arm type of throw he's making. Which by the way, that was a touchdown. Dude, <laughs> what are we talking about? Hitting the ground. I thought we changed this rule years ago. What are we talking about? I knew something was fishy. Oh when the announcers are like, it's clearly not a touchdown. I was, I'm like, the NFL has to be calling them and saying, we're not going to call this a touchdown. I was make actually, the fans believe it. I was actually mind blown because, like, he would, he was already like going to the ground before that, and just like the rest of his body was down. And he was like over the end line. And it's like, then he contacts the ground with the with the ball, and it falls out, and you're just like, okay. And he still recovered it, by the way. If you want to call it a fumble, yeah. So it was like, how how are you calling this an incomplete pass when at no point was it really touching the ground? His hand was always still under it. There, there, yeah, there was the zoom in of where people were like, he might have lost it. His hand is clearly under the ball. That was John. I think that might have been one of the worst like angles possible for what happened on that play. Just from like an overhead view, a little bit, you're not going to see his hand under the ball until you get like the side shot that comes out. Of course, after the game, then I'm like, yep. "What are we talking <laughs> about? Come on!" I thought it was so obvious, and I'm not one who's like, "We lost because of the refs," and I'm not going to be that person. There were a lot of things we did wrong that caused us to lose, but the refs I thought were horrendous that game. They were, they, they were really they were really rooting for Minnesota. They must have <laughs> had the money line or something. They had to have Minnesota spread or money line. What, what were they, plus three? Like, come on, you plus don't need two to and a half, or my, minus two and a half. Yeah. Um, but it is it is good. Uh, you mentioned before we started, it is good to put in perspective. Vikings defense has never been that great, and they had a lot of injuries, so it is something to account for. But a no me. turnover, high yardage, multiple TD game from Mac, three TD game. If you know, in our minds, you great to see. Just hypothetically, in this world where he does score that touchdown, his stat line would have been ballistic for that game. Yeah. Because then he would have had three TDs and probably would have gone over 300 yards, and we would have been like... Didn't he already have over 300 yards, or am I 
Oh, no, you're right. He did have 300-something. I forget. What was the total? 382. I mean, goes for 400 (laughs) if he scores that. That was like a maybe 10-yard touchdown. Like, it would have been pretty close. 71.8 completion percentage as well. I mean, just saying, like, if he scores a third touchdown, that – those numbers are gross. Like those, that would be great. Then he would finally be even on TDs and interceptions for the year. You no know, random quick fact. I, fact I saw on Instagram the other day. You know, Instagram has great facts like this. Mm-hmm. The only two rookie quarterbacks that have been drafted in the last two years to have a winning record: Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones. That's it. They're the yeah. only ones. Only only rookies from the Pat. Well, all right, so. So in the last two years, quarterbacks drafted <laughs> only two winning records. We got both of them, right? <laughs> We're just nasty at it. You know, what, what can I say? <laughs> I definitely feeling good if 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 you had either side, if you're yeah. worried about Mac, if you're feeling more confident with Mac, you're feeling a lot better after this week, regardless of the outcome of the game. And the thing I said to my friend, because I'm going to be honest, I was very confident during this game. I thought we were going to win, and I we thought – looked like we were going to win for the entire game. Till the I'm telling you, the Henry thing, everything flipped. It was like it, uh-huh. it, everybody's game. I was my I was envisioning we were going to win this game, and then people would start talking about – similar to last year after we beat the Bills in that, like, 70-mile-per-hour win game – Everyone was like, Pats are Super Bowl contenders now. I thought it was going to be a similar thing where we were going to go in, beat the Vikings, have a good offensive game. The defense would look great. That didn't happen. (laughs) But I still came out of that game feeling better about the team because I was like, we, there's always like one game the Patriots just mess up special teams. And then like never happens again. This was the special teams game. A kick return. That never happened. Kick return. How many penalties? Dude, and Duggar's getting held on the kick return. Who gets? He's right there next to the player. Yeah, misses the block because he's being pulled backwards. Like, yeah. And I'm thinking, you got the rookie nope. Pierre Strong running into the punter. Yep. Which like, that was so. Ugh. That, that was dude. The amount of third downs we got penalties on that it was just like, all right, first down, and all right, now they're moving the ball again, and it's like, why? Justin Jefferson is a menace, by the way. He is, and I didn't understand why the I didn't see more Jack Jones on him. Honestly, who's Jack Jones covering? I didn't. I I didn't I'm see him in the game that much. It was pretty late in uh, into Thanksgiving. It was getting a little. Uh, the, the memory got a little foggy by the, the end. The of turkey the was hitting. <laughs> the turkey was definitely hitting. Um, I, I had like a, a nap before the game because I was like, I need this. Ryan staying up. Yeah, I had fantasy going on in all three of those games. For me, I had to watch all of them. It was bad. Yeah. Um, and the Pats just started pissing me off, so I was just like... Well, it was is- just... It, it did seem a game where it was like, we just need like one three and out, and we're golden. And then I'm we got... It wasn't a three and out, but we got them stopped, so they had to punt, and then Pierre Strong just runs into the guy. Yeah. I mean, but all night it was like, we just could never catch a break on third down. They were very like... Even if it was third and long, like they would just convert it. I mean... Justin Jefferson's stat line on his stat line that night was is ridiculous. Like I think he had like 12, 11 catches, 100 yards, like a touchdown or two. I was like, whoa, no, not a lot of receivers do that to us. That's a clear indication that they're 
elite. The the Vikings were eight for fifteen on third down. That's like pretty good though. Yeah, no, it is really good. Above anytime you're above fifty percent, that's that's elite. Um, time so like, of possession, they had thirty six minutes. Yeah, like we were definitely losing the possession battle because they got the ball. And then they would have these like 15 play drives that would go for a touchdown. And we're just like, okay, it's been half the quarter. And now we're just getting the ball. And then we go three and out. And then it's just oh and that 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 is why the the Mac part of it was more impressive to me, where I was he like keep us in it. He really every drive seemed to be like a gotta have it drive kind of thing to stay in the game. And he was he was doing that. Um and the run was not great. And he had to throw most of the game. Now, the one thing I think we need to talk about that really made me angry was that halftime drive, the drive before the half. Hunter Henry not going out of bounds. Mac Jones deciding, I'm not going to throw it out of the end zone instead of taking a sack and having the clock keep running. Wasting two timeouts, right? And... The Vikings defense seemed exhausted. <laughs> there was definitely a chance to get a touchdown there. We got the field goal. So it is kind of tough to be like you complain about a field goal on a two-minute yeah. drive, but it, it truly seemed like a touchdown drive type of thing. And if Hunter Henry just goes out of bounds and Max throws it out of, you know, out of the end zone, easy touchdown. Yeah. And you know, I I don't know what it is. Just Mac does not like throwing it away rather like moving out of the pocket to throw it away. And he'd just rather take the sack. Like, I feel like I've, I've seen it so often with him where he's just like, he feels a little bit of pressure and just drops. He's kind of Brady did that too, but there was still a lot of the time where Brady's rolling out of the pocket just so he can get rid of the ball. Like that's what smart, smart quarterbacks do when there's nothing on the play. Also Brady would go down if there were guys rushing at him from both sides. So it was like, he can't do anything. Yeah. Mac will see one guy near him just duck, like- and duck. And that to me is the next step in his development. I think my theory is the Patriots got absolutely sick of the interceptions. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we would rather you take a sack, even if it makes you look bad. Cause there have been times where rather than running out of bounds or throwing it away, like any normal QB would, he'll like slide three yeah. yards behind line of scrimmage and stuff like that. And it makes no sense. But I think it's the coaching staff being like, we're trying to, you know, revamp your development. And right now turnovers are the thing that's going to kill us and lose us games and make us not want to play you. <laughs> I'd no, rather you take a sack. That's. Here's a wild idea. Why, why didn't we do this for him before? Why did we wait till now to start treating Mac right and like you know, explaining to him how we want him to play, or maybe he wasn't bought in. Maybe it's the other way. Like I don't know why this had to take so long. Like it's probably because of Zappy. Not gonna lie. Yeah. But I still think they could have corrected it immediately rather than waiting like four weeks. And now it's like, all right, Max, getting better now. But it's like we have a must game, must win game next week or this Thursday. So you know, I hope he's ready. That's all I'll say. Yeah, um, it's a good point because it is kind of like it's like we have a rookie again. Yeah, you know we have a mid-season rookie Mac once again, and this was his 
rookie coming out game that we've had how many of last year? Because <laughs> I also was like, after that playoff game versus the Bills, where, okay, they scored like 45, so you can't blame Mac. But there were times where I was like, Mac's still fighting. I respect it. Or that's a really good throw or stuff like that. I didn't feel like the moment was too big for him. And I was impressed. And I was like, big sophomore years coming. Makes NFL top 100 after his rookie year. Stuff like that where I'm like, this is the start of something. And then massive regression. And now it's like, I feel like we just had the Cleveland game of last year, last week, right? I hope so. I hope we peak at the right time if we're going to peak at all this season. Like, I hope we play well now instead of getting to the end of the season and being like, wow, this this is a really good team, but, like, we're already out of playoff contention, so it doesn't matter. So, thank God we beat the Jets twice because we might need that tiebreaker. Going right? to save us. Going to save us. Um, need need to beat Miami, too, at home. It's just tough because if you, if you look at the Patriots' schedule, which this really was my worry the whole time we talked about the Patriots, right? This back half of the draft, uh, the, the schedule is just tough. You have the Bills twice, which realistically, you're just trying to split unless. Unless for some reason. It's honestly bad that Buffalo isn't like undefeated because we have to play them at the final game and they might need to win the game at this point. Probably will. They might be playing against like four. I mean, if we win this game, John, they're 0 and 3 in the division in the like tiebreaker. Yeah. If we can even compete with them with the same record, like I think we'd be a game behind them after that. We'd be right in it. And you know the Raiders and the Cardinals are the dubs we're expecting. Yep. So then after that, who else? Maybe I mean I'd hope we beat Miami because we're the only team that can actually make them feel awkward in their offense. That's the good thing. You have Bills, Dolphins, and Bengals, which might be three of your yeah. toughest games, and they're at home. And you'd hope by at that point in the season, you'd be hoping that Mac is like peaking in his yes. sophomore development. So like that would be amazing too, because he's going to be healthy now. Or I shouldn't say that. Knock on wood, he should be healthier. He he's had a little time off. Was last week the first week his ankle was a hundred percent? I think. Yep, it was. So that's why I'm like, so you need, you need to keep up the intensity. Like, do what you're doing right. If you want, if you want to be a Mac supporter, you can say it's the first time he's healthy, and look what happens. <laughs> It it is true. It's definitely a factor, for sure. Yeah, this this game's pretty massive. If you're thinking playoffs, because to me, I do think with this team, if they get into the playoffs, they have a chance at something. I'm not gonna act like Super Bowl, but like no, no shot, no shot at a Super Bowl. improvement from getting into the playoffs and doing a better performance than last year is at least improvement, right? You can't get much worse than that performance last year. Get a get a W in playoffs. That that is what I want. That is, if that happens during the se- this season, I would be like, expectations exceeded. Because you're thinking realistically, they got to win five of these next six. Something like that, and it's going to be tough. They need to peak right now. Start because, doing really well. Um, I just want to see. I don't know if the <clears throat> if we don't win this week, though, it's impossible for us. Basically. Pretty much. It's impossible if we don't beat the Bills. Because we're we're on the bubble, but you gotta look at as I mean we can make up make that playoffs. one game versus the Jets. Yeah. Jets, we have the tiebreaker. If you could beat the Bengals, that's another huge one, because then you have the tiebreaker over them. 
I think they're a beatable team. Not I, I watch their games, and it's just sometimes they're hitting, and sometimes Joe Burrow is just throwing 30 incompletions. Now, the worry is they, they're getting Jamar Chase back, so we're going to have to play them. Don't miss them out. True. We're going to have to play them full strength. They're playing KC, I believe, this week. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. I wish Joe Mixon was in. I have to so be So we need KC to win that game. That's likely to happen, too. I hope it happens. <laughs> Kansas City's back on top. They're they're number one again. It's and they're then, Mahomes and, then, and Kelsey. So we're rooting for the Ravens wild enough. Dude, I can't believe they lost. There's no way they lose this week after losing to the Jags like they did. Did you see that game at all? That was uh, Yeah, I did. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence looking looking pretty good. Hey, you know, he's on a terrible team, but my when he gets to free agency, he's going to get paid a lot of money by one team for him to be the franchise quarterback for a long time. He has gone very under the radar because of Justin Fields, but he Who's has also hurt? been playing well while Justin Fields has blown up. Don't get me wrong. Like, the Justin Fields stuff is ridiculous. He's getting 150-plus rushing yards a game, right? It's crazy, but Lawrence has been good while it's happening. Yeah. I mean, I think he actually has like real receivers around him a little bit too. Like he's able to <clears throat> he's able to throw to any of them on a given week for like a hundred realistically. <clears throat> I'm just currently looking at the Bengals and Ravens schedules. <laughs> they also got Travis Etienne hurt, so that that I mean only for the week, but so definitely. Bengals Bengals have Chiefs. Browns, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. Dude, what a hard record, by the way. What? Their record is very hard. Or like what not their record. Their, their, their schedule. schedule. Sorry, schedule. Yeah, because that'll be Watson, right? Yeah. He plays this week. Yeah. So they'll the they gotta play the Browns with Watson. And then the Ravens have Broncos, who we now know are not good. They're terrible. Steelers. Also a bad team. Browns with Watson. That, that game is on right now. What am I doing? <laughs> Browns with Watson. Falcons. Okay. Steelers again. Okay, so they're winning and a lot. Bengals. So they have a much easier end of the schedule than the Bengals. So as a Patriots fan, really, you got to be rooting for the Ravens to take the division and the Pats to beat the Bengals. So then you can take over that Bengals spot in it just in case. I do feel like it's unfortunate, though, because I guarantee the Ravens make playoffs. They could easily lose first round. For like, sure. Who, they, are they, uh, I don't know what seed they get or who they play. They could easily lose first round be, just because they lack depth at any position. Where it's like they, people keep getting hurt and they like it keeps kind of creeping up on them where like teams are a little bit better because their good players are out. Like J.K. Dobbins is coming back now for them, which is really good because, you know, Mark Andrews has been hurt. Lamar is always Lamar. He's he's incredible though. He he is. I don't want any to be harsh on him just because look at who he's like going to, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely are definitely two stud tight ends, though. I'd be pretty Yeah, upset. but he hasn't had Andrews. No, you're right. Like I feel like in these last few weeks, he has had a similar situation to like what Justin Fields has had. He's no longer going to be the MVP. I'm going to tell you that. No, I got that wrong. I'll take it. I, I, I was kind of relying on. I was just saying in general. 
I was I was relying on Bateman to uh break out, which he did for like a game, then he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt pretty quick. That's what I'm saying though about that Ravens team. Like they just get hurt and then it becomes impossible for them to win. Like I don't know, for yeah. whatever reason it's been plaguing them for the last like three years, like really badly. I thought they had it going when like they started using Kyle Hamilton a lot, then the defense was actually decent. Yeah. And now it's just like with the Bateman injury and they didn't get any help from and Andrews was hurt. It's like DeVernay, Prochet, Demarcus yep. Robinson, Isaiah Likely, and Gus Edwards is your running back. It's truly like Lamar, just please do something. It feels like Russell Westbrook on OKC that MVP year. Yep. It was like he has absolutely no help and just do whatever you can to help us, please. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I just hope – I hope Mac can really dial in these next couple of weeks, man. Like, the from, like, the lows we've had this season, it would bring us so high to feel like we finally feel good about Mac again. And it's like, yes, Mac is – Mac beat the Bills. Like, that's a that's finally something we can hang our hats on about Mac. Isn't like, you it, know what I mean? That would yeah, be so nice. It would be amazing. But isn't it sad that the only – thing I have as far as why the Pats could beat the Bills is like we can't suck that bad three times in a row, right? On defensively. I mean, after watching the Vikings game, I maybe I'm not so confident because I know Stefan Diggs is going for at least one touchdown. I don't even want to know what he's going to do to our defense. And same with Josh Allen. I hate that he runs the ball so much because it it's like our hardest counter to the Patriots defense is when a quarterback is mobile and runs the ball. We literally always give up big chunk plays to it every every year. Ever since Cam Newton was like, this is what I'm going to do. Now everyone does it, and it works perfectly against us. It's the most frustrating thing to watch, too, as a Pats fan. You, you, as soon as they take the step, like, outside the pocket, you're like, here's 20 yards. He's gone. It's Lamar, dude. It's Lamar Jackson in our third game of the season. I'm just like, I see him step outside, and I'm like, see you in the end zone. Like, goodbye. And, and we have no reason to believe it won't happen. Oh, like Lamar did it. Fields did it. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd feel pretty Tyler's going to do it, too. I mean, maybe. They don't use him like that this year, though. Now that they paid him, they're worried about him getting hurt. In that Chargers game, there were times where he would get the snap and immediately run outside. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously just going to do it, but it's not like the game plan for him to run. Like, he used to have That's lead and stuff in run plays for him. Like that That's was true. Now he's just like, all right, I'm scrambling out of the pocket. Where am I going? Like, I just really find it funny that. that the only Cardinals plays that work is when he improvises. Nothing that coach draws up. It's the one where Kyler's like, yeah, this ain't working. I'm going to figure it out. Cliff Kingsbury coached at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes, and they went like five and nine. Yeah, there was no. I don't know how he finagled an NFL job and why he's thought of as a good coach when he couldn't bring Patrick Mahomes to victory at Texas Tech. Yeah, it was pretty funny that the reason he got his job was because of like a success story of a guy who just went to his college and they act like he's the reason, even though he is probably the furthest thing. He probably tanked his draft stock. <laughs> Pat was, Mahomes draft combine is the reason he went as high as he did. Not what he did at Texas Tech. Other than yeah. that one game he had. Definitely very, 
very weird to still see him coaching because they've been so bad. They extended him. Dude, they're bad every year, the Cardinals are. I don't know how they managed to do it. I literally, when I went to that on my uh, my work trip to Minnesota, John, I met a Cardinals fan. Did you? And he was actually also a Phoenix Suns uh, fan, and we went to that basketball game. Very good. Yeah. But um, he was saying, he was like, dude, just every year, Cliff Kingsbury letting me down time and time again, pissing off Kyler, Kyler's pissing off management. What like he's he was just like, why is this happening? This doesn't need to be so complicated. Too many egos are going on. He it was a lot. So I feel bad for them. Yeah. Because there are a lot of good a lot of good talent there. They just can never put it all together. Yeah, and that's gotta be the most frustrating thing when you're watching a team when it's like this team's stacked, but we are sucking. We're losing. Yep. I need to make an apology. Uh, back to Patriots real quick. Yep. Um, I I feel like I I wanted more from Barmore. He's just been hurt, and what I'm saying is seeing him hurt has made me realize that even though he isn't the guy making the tackle or the guy making the impact play, he is opening it up for everybody else. Double teamed. He's most double teams in the league from a defensive tackle, and. I just needed I just I just had to apologize because clearly we're missing him right now. And we're not gonna get him back until maybe the Bengals game. Like we pay we pay D Lyman pretty good money too. Like I'd love to see us get rid of like guy or someone and just be like, all right, Barmore, long term, big contract here. You you play as long as you those knees of yours still work. Because mm-hmm. he does have some fragile knees. He's been getting hurt a lot. Yes. But when um, he's there, though, he is he's a menace. Cole Strange had a good week uh, versus the Vikings, didn't he? Yeah, he was solid. I know it's been a little up and down in a I mean, weird way, but I don't even know how much is on him because every old lineman has been pulled, I feel like. I don't – like, People, are like, people are like, oh, he, he's getting benched. Like, I don't know if he's getting benched more than they're pulling him out to be like, all right, this is what they're doing to you, and this is how I want you to play. If that makes sense, like they see a mistake happen on the field, they're like, "All right, get him out of here. Let's teach him something real fast." And like, then go go do what we're talking about. Yeah, Patriots benching is always different to me because sometimes it's not you're playing bad; it's we want to teach you something. Sometimes it's a character thing; it has nothing to do with your skill, right? So, Patriots benching, I think, can mean. A lot of things. The way I look at it is Cole Strange has had games where he is looks like a Pro Bowl guard, and he's had games where, yeah, he gets benched. Most teams that is never happening. If you play games as a Pro Bowl guard, you're not going off the field. Patriots, I think, see a lot in him and think he's a he's a raw talent. Now's the time we need to make him a stud, like come playoffs, because they're thinking playoffs. And that's what the Patriots have done all the time. The regular season is practice for the playoffs, truthfully. Like, I mean, how many games? For this time, it's practice for December. I'll tell you that right now. December 1st. That's why I'm excited, John. Because they practice for December. That Bill's been saying that for years. Yeah, like, they, they go hard till for this. They really need to put it all together. And I felt like we have the Patriots have not played a complete game this season 
but we have seen every single part of the football team have its own complete game. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Definitely need to just... I would say the offense in general had a pretty complete game given the circumstances of lack of time of possession. There weren't that many sacks. Of course, every team's going to make mistakes, right? Defense, obviously, we've seen it with the Jets, the Colts, their perfect games, and special teams, we've clearly seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All three aspects have never been perfect. And uh, this is this is kind of – this is the game we need for it to be perfect. No, I, I'm just going to say it now, John. I'm predicting a uh, – it will be a pick six versus the Bills. Josh Allen is going to throw a pick six versus oh. the Bills. I feel it in my bones. If you can bet on that, lock it. I won't say who because it'll probably be Kyle Duggar or Jack Jones, you know, just saying. Because we've seen it from him. Yeah, we'll see. I think, uh, I think they're they're gonna, the boys are gonna be juiced to get another chance to play the Bills again after how they embarrassed us last year. I, I know Bill, Bill has to be fuming out of his mind this week that like on the emphasis that they need to win this game and get revenge for last year. So they bring that intensity. I think we have a good chance. I think that's a perfect, perfect way to end it. Honestly. Oh yeah. I I think you had, you had a nice little monologue there. (laughs) Get the boys riled up because we know they listen to us. Oh dude. All I got, we're going to bring that energy JT. We're not sitting together, but Best believe it's going to be loud Thursday night, and we're bringing that energy. Absolutely. So, uh, big week. Hopefully they can pull it out. I have some faith. Let's ride. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is not the right statement to say. No, no, no. He got got mad. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's see the boys can pull it out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, JT and I will – Probably be back next week to talk about the win, right? The win. That's right. That's right, John. Let's go. All right. Tune in next next week for that. See you.